Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked, uh, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I am Corinne. I'm Christina. And this week's news story, I'm sure you guys have been seeing it on social media, hearing about it on the news. Uh, It comes from the New York Times. The title of the article is Transgender Could Be Defined Out of Existence Under Trump Administration. So there's been lots of articles about it, just going from the Times because it's reputable. Um, but the right now, the Trump administration is considering narrowly narrowly defining gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth, which is the most drastic move yet in a government-wide effort to roll back recognition and protections of transgender people under federal civil rights law. Um, I don't know if you knew about this because uh, I, I think this wasn't like talked about as much as we're talking about Trump, which is unfortunate yeah. because there were a series of des- decisions by the Obama administration that loosened the legal concept of gender in federal programs. And that's why we had so many talks over the past several years about bathrooms, mm-hmm. um, dormitories, single sex programs and other kind of arena- arenas where gender was once seen as like a male female concept. Um, obviously, everyone was up in arms about that um but what's what's weird now is like obviously not recognizing trans people um as a gender is number one just not correct because they are they, they exist they, they're there they exist well yeah i saw i kind of I, I i follow a lot of trans people on twitter and it was interesting because i was seeing how they were saying it and like yeah this one person was just like yeah well we exist so that can't be the reason like find another reason yeah and he was kind of saying like even if um uh if it makes you uncomfortable like just be honest about the reason why yeah um and that's give and then, me give me that dignity i would think yeah, right we can get we can get to the bottom of it much faster and it's an and it's an open conversation to have like if you're just saying like it's oh it's like oh science like that's not really that's not answering the question um and so obviously and just not uh recognizing people as existing is dehumanizing but i think what's more important uh in like a day-to-day person's life is that this means that they're not protected under the law the law under health care things like that where it's really like becoming a life and death situation for people who already have such a high risk of abuse and death um because now the department of health and human Human services is spearheading an effort to establish a legal definition of sex. Um, the civil rights law that bans gender discrimination in education programs that receive government financial assistance. So like this is it's all related. And I'm trying to get some resources so that we could give you some good recommendations on things to do. Uh, the ACLU has compiled a list of action items that anyone in support of trans and GNC people, which is gender nonconforming people, should acknowledge 
Um, so these are a couple things. So number one, uh, if you're in Massachusetts, you're going to want to vote yes on number three in Massachusetts. There's oh, a the ballot, ballot. And yeah, there's a ballot initiative coming to a vote on November 6th in Massachusetts that would repeal protections for transgender and non-binary people in public accommodations. This is the first statewide vote to strip trans people of their rights ever. And it would take away protections won in the legislature after decades of fighting to explicitly extend the these protections to trans people um so you can call people if, if you have friends in Massachusetts I think make them aware of that you can also donate to freedommassachusetts.org you can use the hashtag um yes on three uh getting out the vote obviously if you're still not registered vote. to vote if you need to know more information about where to vote how to vote in your area you gotta go to vote.org um you can also spread the word about trans candidates running for office. Yes. There's, uh, we have Missouri, we have Amelia Marquez, we have Brianna Titone in Colorado, Danielle Skidmore in Texas, Christine Halquist in Vermont, uh, Lacia Casile in Guam. Obviously, Ooh. we don't, uh, same as women, you're not just voting for people because they are trans or whatever, you know, look into their politics, but these are just people to know, like, these are trans people who obviously you would think would be working towards uh, protecting trans people. Yes. Um, um, there's also a lot of great trans-led organizations that you can either donate um, your time or money to, um, or at least just even follow so you know you're getting the most up-to-date information that you can share. Uh, there's the Sylvia Rivera Law Project. There's Trans Lifeline. There's Trans Queer Liberation Movement. Um, and uh, you can also contribute to bailout funds because so much of this kind of systematic discrimination means that trans people, especially trans people of color, which we've talked about before, are policed and incarcerated. Yeah. So if you join mass bailouts, bailouts to get the community back onto the streets that helps them to fight for themselves and also us to help fight with them um there's a lot of bail there's like the bronx freedom fund locally massachusetts bail fund each kind of uh city has, seems to have their own thing there and uh obviously you know cis people we have a easier time with things like this yeah so just having conversations with people and i know it's difficult and i know there's this kind of uh Mindset where it's like, well, we shouldn't have to explain things to people who are behind in the times. Well, but they need to be things explained to them because yes. that's why they think the way that they do. But in a way that's not like you're wrong. Like that's that's you're never going to get anywhere with anybody if you yell at them or come at them from out of the gate with like an attitude. It's just not. Even if your attitude is like it makes sense and is well deserved, it just it's not anywhere to get to have progress be part of the conversation. Yeah, it's and it's just a lot of yelling at each other nowadays. And I think, especially something like trans, which is like it's a newer concept. I know people have been trans forever, but like this is the past like fifty real years that we're dealing with where uh, trans people are kind of like just a a part of the community. We all out outwardly, you know, out of the closet. And it is it, it even for allies sometimes it's confu- it's just confusing. Confusing. It's just a new thing um, to a lot of people, and it's confusing. And that doesn't mean that people are carrying hate in their hearts. It just means they're confused. They're not educated. They've never met a trans person. Maybe you you don't know. Um, and then for bigger organizations that you can pay close attention to and really support, there's Lambda Legal, the ACLU, and then the Transgender Law Center, which are all great organizations. Um, and just keep on top of that. Because, again, I think we talked about this um 
last week but it's like you know a lot of us have been very privileged and you know trump administration has really not affected our lives but this is something where this is like we're really really getting into wow this is a human rights issue this is a civil rights issue a lot of problems i feel like i feel like it's just like we just keep switching like between republican and democrats and it's just like the democrats will come in and they'll do some stuff and then republicans will come and they'll undo all the stuff and that's like we're never moving forward because instead of like yes anding the way you would in a they're like improv scene you're just undoing yeah so it's like you can say okay yes i so yes you know obama administration recognized this and i am going to then add something rather than just completely undo it Take the time out of your job and money out of every the taxpayers' pockets to to go out of your way to do this. Just I don't get it. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. And also, too, I feel like um, a lot of the people that were are conservative Republicans in my life that I know very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, talking to them about trans issues or uh, why NFL players kneel got a whole got into a whole argument about the kneeling thing, right? Um, and they, of course, they had it all wrong because Fox News fucking, uh, you know, has a little like time wa- t- uh, watch swinging in front of them trying to fucking hypnotize them. Uh, you know, it's it, the bottom line. Whenever I have these conversations with people, it's like you don't have to fucking get it. I don't care if you get it. I the the concept of being transgender and being born one gender and feeling i don't get it who gives a fuck if you don't get it they are people good god can we just all remember that we're people so if nfl players are kneeling and then like don't you want to hear what they have to say right and don't you like how people are just putting words in in everyone's mouth it's it's frustrating and it makes me want to punch a wall and the internet's just always yelling at each other and it's confusing and dizzying and and in this instance it just really does feel like bullying okay because like, yeah because when when For they no said reason. no trans people um allowed in the military they at least had like a financial reason to have that fight you know i don't and nothing and they didn't, i and agree they, with it exactly but they but, didn't push it that finance reason hard usually the government tries like the voter id laws right they'll try to hide behind something and push right. it so hard they didn't even push that hard it's just it is truly bullying this just yeah this just feels like you know what we just did got all this work done and we're just gonna literally undo it because we're babies because there's just no it's just kind of out of nowhere like let's just target trans people who are already uh so uh, their lives are in danger so often anyway I don't understand it, yeah. it's a very unsafe I think it's a very unsafe well, move the bully always picks on the weakest person mm-hmm. in their in their eyes the person that they feel like they have the most power on and I feel like um, that's that's what they're doing I guess I don't know I don't know I don't know why I don't know yeah moves like this are just I mean just truly unfa- uh, unsafe and, and putting people in just immediate physical danger not not law aside just like true physical danger that trans people are already in constantly so if you are a member of the trans community and you're listening we love you and support you and uh let's figure this out and keep talking hey today's show is sponsored by who else guys you get it Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life well with Talkspace therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a fucking message yo no commutes no leaving the office no judgments is that sounds fucking great to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy go to talkspace.com use code gwf you get 45 dollars off your first month 
And you should show your support for this show. That's gwfandtalkspace.com slash gwf. Come see us live, you guys. Uh, Chicago, the Zanies dates are sold out, but we are going to be in Rosemont, Illinois that same weekend. It's a Friday, November 16th and Saturday, November 17th. There's four shows over the course of those two days. Again, Rosemont, Illinois is like 20 minutes outside of Chicago. And some of those shows are sold out. So get tickets now. Yeah. Uh, some of those, the Rosemont shows are yep. sold out. Okay. Mm-hmm. The so early people, show Friday definitely sold out. People definitely made their way over there. We're not adding any Chicago shows and it's a weekend. So like you can take a 20 minute okay. drive. Figure you can it even out. pick a lift there. It's so close. Yeah, or run, whatever. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> and then uh, January 24th and through the 26th, we're doing five shows in Winnipeg, Canada at Rumors. Um, and then tomorrow night, Christina has yeah, a show. Yeah, tomorrow night is the Halloween edition of Glamour Puss, which is a comedy show that is ran by myself and Wendy Starling at 7.30 p.m. Zinc Bar, 82 West 3rd Street. Tickets are 15 bucks uh, if you get them online. I don't know if they're sold out yet, but they, we always sell out. So get your tickets. You can come in a costume. There'll be candy and something's coming out of someone's hole. And then on Thursday, November 8th, uh, Two Less Lonely Girls, first ever live podcast recording slash show, um, part of the New York Comedy Festival at New York Comedy Club in the East, the new East Village location. That's at 10.15 p.m. I'll be there. Rose Baker will be there. Uh, there's going to be some some really cool things happening i'm really very very excited about some things that we somehow convinced people to do and um you can use cold lonely for a hefty discount on those tickets buy those asap it's part of the festival so that will sell out as well and thanks so much to our friends at monster energy for many of us the day doesn't start until we get that morning energy boost I'm talking about coffee. You are. <laughs> and now there's a new way to enjoy your daily cup of joe. Thanks to Cafe Monster. It's available in vanilla, mocha, and oh. salted caramel. Oh. Cafe Monster is shaking up the ready-to-drink coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee that's only 190 calories, not to mention with 150 milligrams of caffeine from coffee beans, Damn. B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract. Cafe Monster offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the leading national brands in fact it's 100 fewer calories per bottle than the competition but you'd never know by tasting it i do have to say i don't even fucking like coffee and these drinks are definitely drinkable yeah Um, we have them stocked yeah i've given i give them to guests when they come to my home they enjoy them instead you get all the same feel and flavor as your local coffee house right in your refrigerator you don't have to wait in line uh yeah i like it's easy because I feel like coffee is something that you rush to in the morning and like you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to be late, but I need to get coffee. But if it's in your refrigerator in a bottle, you just, just throw it in your bag. It's there. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to deal with anybody in the morning. You just go sit down, enjoy it at your desk, enjoy it in your living room, especially on cold days. Like I can't going out to get a cup of coffee. No, thank you. That sounds terrible. It really Not does. Not my president. It really doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, guys, Cafe Monster, chill it down, shake it up, enjoy. And hey, after you shit your pants from all that caffeine you've been drinking, you got to change your underwear. Me undies. <laughs> Hopefully they like that. That's good. They're going to love that. Yeah, they're going to like that. Uh, Hey, I actually, well, do I want to say this during an ad? Probably not. Don't worry about it. You already know our obsession over MeUndies and all the amazing colors and prints that they offer. But did you know? 
The MeUndies also makes the world's most comfortable lounge pants and tees. Well, now you fucking know. I've they're seriously, guys. This underwear is comfortable as fuck. These fucking lounge pants. I feel like I'm being hugged by clouds. MeUndies lounge pants are made from the same micromodal fabric as their underwear. This fabric is three times softer than cotton. I can I can attest to that. Making these cozy essentials perfect for fall. When you join the membership, you can get all this. Sh- Stuff. I was going to say shit, but they said stuff, and I feel like that's more respectable. The lounge pants, the tees, the undies, everything Me Undies makes for less than anyone else in the whole goddamn world. Me Undies underwear is the softest thing you'll ever wear, and it's in fun ass prints that you can match with socks or a bralette and be like, mm, I got a secret in my pants, but you'll never get to see it because go away with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If for some reason you don't love these undies and you fucking, I don't know, you hate everything they'll do whatever they can to get you into the right pair and if they can't they'll fucking refund you so it's fine guys it's truly risk-free uh to try the best underwear on the fucking planet um i'm wearing me undies right now i know hide your boners guys you're at work come on guys bone me too okay don't do that uh call to action okay to get 15 percent off your first pair and free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee because if you don't fucking like them, they'll refund you. Go to MeUndies.com slash GWF. It's a no-brainer. Get 15% off at MeUndies.com slash GWF. Framebridge. By now, <laughs> you've heard me talk about Framebridge. Have you? I don't know. I'm <laughs> no, not sure. Have, well, we a long have, time ago, we talked about it. I actually have two Framebridge it. things downstairs in my room. Perfect. They make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints to the travel photos on your phone. Or your nudes. You're just well, going to go to... Fr- I mean, I guess you could, as long it's, as you're of age. Yeah. Just go to Framebridge.com and upload your photo. Like in Kim Cattrall did the, did, had the nude photo shoot uh, on yeah, Sex and the City because yeah. she's like, I'm not going to have this body forever. No, So smart. Uh, you can or mail in your physical pieces using their safe packaging. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, then preview your item online in any frame style. So you can be like, oh, this looks good in this frame. Looks less good in this other frame. Can't do that in a store. <laughs> Choose your favorite or get re- free recommendations from their talented designers. And the expert team will custom frame your item, delivering the finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Prices start at just $39 and all shipping is free, which is nice because you don't want to be like lugging pictures around on the subway or throwing them in your trunk then things get cracked yeah that's, the, the that's not fun spits on it plus our listeners will get 15 percent off their first order at framebridge.com when you use the code gwf now christina she says she has some framebridge items in her basement can you tell us about those christina yes they i really am obsessed with like girls put uh but they're they're guarding their face with flowers like it's like paintings of like girls with like flowers is in front this of their a, face. Is genre of art flower garden it is now because okay. I own a lot of really? paintings and photographs and drawings of women hiding their face with flowers. Wow. Yeah, I feel like it's a metaphor for something. What? I don't know. But mm-hmm. the frame bridge box came to my home. It was very big and... Uh, but in a good way, uh, they, the way that they protect the artwork is really nice. They bubble wrap it and then they like put a little, you don't give a shit about that, but trust me, you're in good hands. Now, were these pieces you sent in or pieces you uploaded? Uh, uploaded and uh, they're beautiful. I love it. Okay. And I like that the fact that you get to uh, test the frame out on the image. You mm-hmm. never, you don't get to do it anywhere else. And I'm a person who, ha- can we talk about this? They didn't say we can't. I am a person who has gone to a framing store. Sure. Did not realize, you guys framing shit? 
is fucking expensive. Oh, it's very expensive. I mean, good God. Yeah. I have never paid more for a piece of art than I have for the frame until Framebridge. Yeah, framing is super expensive. So uh, a place that does it easily and for uh, a lower cost, amazing. Oh my God, yeah. Get started today. Take those piles of uh, photographs you have and put them in a fucking frame. Upgrade your walls for the holidays or get an early start on your gift list. And it is nice because when you give someone, we talked about before, when yeah. you give someone something unframed, it's just a chore. It's annoying. You're giving so, them an errand. Yes, give it to them framed. If you're giving someone art, give it to them framed. And we all have photos. They're all digital. How about you fucking print them out? You frame them. Yeah. Huh? Go to framebridge.com and use promo code GWF. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Again, that's framebridge.com, promo code GWF. Oh, how are you doing? Good. Well, I mean, my health is terrible. Yeah. But uh, everything else is good. Oh, really? Well, not my career either, but just <laughs> my, my... Your so career's I, going great. So I got... No, no, I don't, I don't feel that. This is the well, nothing to do with guys we fucked. But yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> never feel satisfied, Corinne. And I never And never do, be fully healthy. And I never will. <laughs> But I had a fun I had a fun uh, weekend. I went to a masquerade ball and then I went to <gasps> which was like great. I'd never hot. been to a masquerade ball before. It is so it's like great. eyes wide shut. Did well, anybody fuck? No, nah, it was more like a prom, but oh. uh, it oh, was prom, prom it was fun. Yeah, because I feel like I was older than so most of the people there. You got to wear like there. a formal gown. Uh, yeah, I wore I wore like a gown, and I wore I got this. Did really, you go with the person you're seeing? Yeah, and I got oh. this amazing um, mask off uh, Etsy. So you know, because of course I have to have like the best. If I'm going to a masquerade ball, I have to have the best ma- best Duh. mask. So I got this one completely made out of jewels, and it looked like I was like you know in a harem or something. Ooh. It was just like jewels just dangling over it's the most beautiful thing wow i've ever seen what a fun activity yeah and i was so excited and it was for a good cause oh so it it was to benefit this thing called pace which is like after school programs for the kitties in in nyc so i did that and then you know it's like when you're all dressed up and oh and i was also wearing a wig too (gasps) that's so fun because i was just like you need to i felt and i felt very much i felt like judy judson meets (laughs) um uma thurman like that's what i felt like with my little wig because it was a little white wig a little white bob and i just felt great and i was like we're out and i was like oh my god i gotta go somewhere so i was and this is never you know this is never my go-to but i was like oh my friend works at a strip club near here so i was like let's go to the strip club yes because i really don't like one i think like one of the only positive experiences i've had at a strip club was when you and i went in uh in atlanta out you know out and i was outside of atlanta too i just like i don't find them fun but i think there's something to me about like they have to be kind of crowded they have to be larger yeah and like this was the same thing like so this strip club everyone's a good time I because my friend was working there I went in my kind of VIP status which also is better like had a great table yeah that's good and um yeah and just had a fun person to go with because yeah uh it's interesting like I talk about this with my friends a lot but very rarely like when you're seeing a person do you have the kind of fun with your romantic partner that you have with your friends in real life yeah and I feel like but when you can it's the best yeah and I feel like I finally have like you know someone and it's you know not you know super serious or whatever but like just someone who I can have like friend fun with and fuck yeah and fucking that's like almost impossible to find so that's really cool and we had a great time and Every all the the dancers looked happy and everything because nice. I get you know I get very nervous. But then I was so glad I was wearing a wig because someone I knew walked in. Oh, sh- oh my god! As was, a patron, like yeah, or and it, it was fine because there's nothing wrong with either of us being there. But right, they were right. with some there were some people who like 
not would wouldn't be considered my bosses, but definitely would be considered like higher up than me in the industry. And I that's not necessarily like the interaction I wanted to have. Oh yeah, but they didn't even notice me because the wig. Well, I didn't wear the mask yeah, because I wanted to scare anyone. But yeah. I had the wig on, and uh, literally we were sitting, we were seated next to one another. It was like a movie. We were seated next to each other. They're behind me at one point. Shit, like, I gotta get a wig. Their legs are like touching to. me, and I was just like. They do, they didn't notice it was me. I just avoided making full eye contact because I feel like my eyes give it away. Right. But everything else didn't give it away. Dude, people like men. This is a men and women. I don't know if they're men, but like men and women. Like if you change your hair. Mm-hmm. <sighs> when I started wearing curly hair, everyone's like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like that's glasses, that's, that's too. A, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I just it was it's good. kind and of fun. I felt very, if it's very fun. I felt very like I was, you know, in a dress. I felt very like powerful very sexy confident like all these things i mean because i was like you know i love like being around like awesome like uh hard-working uh attractive women is very fun that's why i love strip clubs just when people you know sometimes you bring someone and they kind of act kind of weird around it or (laughs) you know and i'm like oh no this was this was all fine good all fine that's awesome it's all good 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 all right did did you do anything or no no i'm good uh Um, do you want to read emails? I yeah. have an email and you have an email. Um, let's both read emails. Okay, you can go if you okay. want to go ahead. Yeah, sure. I just did. Mine might, might be short. Uh, subject line of this email. And if you want to email, it's sorry about last night show at gmail.com. He wanted me to change his diaper. Okay, I'm listening. Hey, Kern and Christina, I'm a huge fan of the podcast, but I'm a few years behind. I love how you, uh, great you two are. Thank y'all. And I didn't know who to tell, but I needed to get this off my chest without embarrassing anyone. So I met a guy on Tinder. Everything was going great. We went on dates. It was all cool, right? Wrong. Dude texted me after one of our dates mm. and told me he needed to tell me something. Okay, cool. What's up? And then in all caps, she wrote, this dude wears diapers for pleasure and wanted me to change his diapers. I'm assuming she means I should yell when I read that. (laughs) I thought I would be able to just play it off because I'm a people pleaser. So I usually do whatever someone is into. But then he told me he wanted me to wear diapers too. I didn't even know this was a fetish until him. And I'm listening to your podcast. And there was one episode where with a guy talking about this girl wanting to baby him and mother him. I don't know what I don't want to say. This is the reason why I don't want to see him. But it definitely is. How do I go about this? Thanks for everything you do. Love you fuckers. Don't say my name. Um, so this is this is actually a less common fetish than people realize, or more more common. I'm sorry. Than oh yeah, because I've heard about it. A, heard about it a lot. Now. Actually, yeah, I was listening to Dan Savage's podcast the other day. He's, he's talked about it a few times. Um, don't you know? First of all, in your email, you're pe- being a people pleaser. You don't have to abide by anyone's kink, whether you want to do it or not. Like it don't. I don't like I don't like the way you handle this, but everything is a learning opportunity, and that's why you fucking wrote us, right? So, um, adult baby diaper lovers is a is a is a fetish, um, and a lot of times it's uh, there's actually a store, and I want us to go when we play Chicago mm-hmm. on the outskirts of Chicago. It's called Tykables. It's the only store in the world, and it's dedicated to this fetish, and they sell mm. diapers. This is their website. I'm showing it to Corinne right now. Uh, it's Tykables.com. Yep, it's um, adult. I can confirm but it it's is adult in diapers. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have women diapers. Well, they have denim diapers. Okay. Yeah, because it definitely is a king for women too. They, there was a whole piece yeah. on advice, I think, about that. So, okay, so this guy, this guy having a kink for this, it doesn't. First of all, I mean, I'm glad you emailed us because then I could be like, bitch, you being judgy. But also, do some research on this kink. I mean, as I did, but I really encourage everybody when they're when they encounter something that they're unfamiliar with. 
don't make that be the reason that you're scared you know people are scared of something they don't understand like trans and then they make a law that basically says trans are people so like that's how that happens i mean i'm comparing apples and oranges here but just saying don't let fear make uh, affect the way you treat people um and do your own research um a lot of people um with adult baby diaper lovers this type of fetish uh they are not interested and i'm getting this from um an article for, uh interviewed somebody was interviewed uh who has this fetish or actually no it was the owner of the store tykables they're not interested in sexual contact with babies or, or children this has nothing to do with that um and a lot of times this fetish isn't even sexual um a lot of times from a fetish standpoint when it is arousing for the person uh it's a lot of times it's the role play that's arousing for them or how the diaper physically feels on their body body or the sound it makes maybe it reminds them of, of when they were a child it's comforting in some way i who knows everyone's difference we're all unique little diaper wearing snowflakes um and it could also have a humiliation factor it could also be part of this person's kink but not every person with the same fetish has it for the same reasons and then from a non-sexual place there's a lot of people that exist that want to wear diapers when they get off of work or they want to wear diapers under their clothing um because it's just from an emotional standpoint it's a comforting aspect so this guy opens up to you about this and i just suggest i mean you know just being a little more gentle i don't know what exactly what you, your response was maybe you were more polite to him than you being more honest with us in this email but you know it's it's a fetish that a lot of people have some women have it as well and man if there's a fucking Everything can be a fetish. And so, you know, just don't be so judgy because uh, it's just a kink. It makes him turn on and he trusted you enough to let you know that. It didn't seem like, like that's a big risk when you tell someone what your kink is. If it's something more taboo than normal, than something like BDSM, uh, that means they trust you. And so just take that, take it, take that into consideration when someone's confiding in you. And then if you don't like it, that's fine. I'm sure also if you wanted to have sex with this guy, or if you were interested in this guy and you wanted to get physical at some point in time, you could talk to him and just say, hey, can we just not talk about this at the moment? Because I'm not, I'm still really confused, but I'd still like to get to know you. I mean, I don't know how you fucking feel about this dude, but don't let this taint it, you know? Right. I also think that, I mean, for someone with a, such a kind of, uh, a more interesting kink like this is I think maybe texting is not really the way to yeah. get this across because it, I agree it seems like that was how he was how he felt comfortable with it sure and but it's like you know because it's like you also need the other person to feel comfortable with your kink totally. when the kink is yours because it's like it kind of like when the kink is yours it's like you're adding something that needs to be done in the relationship yeah it's yeah. like you're giving work to the other person really totally you are so I just feel like yeah, I mean, like, I, and I think it's totally fine for that to be the reason that you don't want to see him anymore. And I also, and I think, in a nice way, you should just say, "Hey, like, that's that I'm that's totally cool. This is just that's just not something I'm into, and I honestly don't see myself ever being comfortable with that." Yeah, like, because I think it's like you know, at least let the person know honestly that that's the reason, and then he can make the decision whether or not he wants to pursue something with you, and like how important this kink is. Yeah, to him, because I think it's very interesting when a kink truly rules, like when. When there's like a kink That that's the only way You can get off And well, right. that rules your relationship well, That's, that's the only heavy thing. You know, There's so many things You don't know about this guy Is that the only way He can come right. How often does he do it Like I love three right. ways I do it once a year though Like you know what I mean Like it's I guess you could say It's a kink But like I, I don't need it to get off You don't know that About this person yet And also a lot of people With with quote more bizarre kinks They can function In multiple different ways If the partner's like Dude I'm not comfortable with this Um no But that is the price of You know 
if if this if the guy say in this case the guy wanted to be with her and they wanted to be together maybe he could act that out with somebody else that mm-hmm. also that has to you have to be okay with that you could not be and that's fine too there's a lot of ways to work around it or you can you can meet in the middle and do dirty talk about it that's what i did with the three-way thing i wanted to do that first to like kind of dip my toe in so there's just a lot of ways that you can handle this shit and i feel like going ew what gross let's just knock that off <laughs> let's just stop doing that guys also a lot of times you're like no nah, i didn't think i could do that and then you're like no nah, i yeah. can yeah it's not that hard um so the second email i'm not gonna read it um word for word because i said i wouldn't but i just thought it was an interesting concept basically there's this girl she's in a grad school program and she has a friend who's been um having a lot of trouble kind of being taken seriously in the program because she's she was like oh i'm really good looking and no one treats me seriously because she's i'm good looking and no yeah. and i uh and i wear you know clothing that kind of shows off my good looks hmm. and the girl who wrote us kind of said to this this woman she was like well have you ever thought of dressing differently and i think that's a fi- like a totally honestly fine thing to say you know if you say it in a nice way especially because you are friends and if this second woman is constantly complaining that it 100 percent is her looks that are holding her back yeah. um but basically she said this and like now everyone in the program won't talk to her and they kind of think that she's like not a feminist because of that suggestion right exactly oh god and i hate this because i I love one of my number one pet peeves is when people complain about something constantly you see a very easy solution you recommend that solution and then they just go well i kind of just wanted to complain about it i didn't actually want to solve it Uh, that happens to me a lot because i'm not i'm not here to fuck i'm not your therapist number one so if you're just here to complain that's not i'm like i'm your friend i'm here to help you find a feasible solution to this i mean there's a difference it's not like you know it's not like someone in your life died like that's something that you talk to a friend about and you talk like, it well, out well, well, but like it. this is like oh i'm not uh, achieving the success that i want to achieve and i am already sure that it's because of hey, how i look i as a woman am distracted by tits yeah absolutely everyone everyone loves tits mm-hmm. i feel like and i mean i don't know if, if this girl if one of the things she was doing was like having wearing low-cut shirts or whatever right but uh I know that, and I have big boobs, and I know when I wear a low-cut shirt, it affects how p- people's attention levels. Of and it, it just does. I do, I do stand-up comedy. You know how much better my fucking sets go when I wear a t-shirt, jeans, and sneakers than they go when I wear a fucking tank top and booty shorts? It's a lot better because people could pay attention. And well, that's yeah. not sexist. Well, we've, we've talked about that before. It's also just not that, it's just not that. It's not, a, and my comedy isn't about my tits. Yeah, it's not the time and place. Like, there, we've talked about this, you know, before, I think over the years in the podcast um, because I feel very differently about uh, like clothing rules in schools than I do in like grad school or like more work oriented places Yeah, because I feel like when you're too strict on um, dress codes in schools when people are kind of just getting to know and understand their bodies and you know especially things are popping up on women we don't even know how to handle it yet that's that's starting off um, ownership of your body in a negative way but by the time you're in grad school by the time you're in the workplace you fucking know your body you know you know how it works you know how to use it you know how to use it for good and for and for evil i truly think so it's not even about being like an distraction to men to me it's like what you're saying with a certain type of outfit in a workplace is pay attention to my body instead of pay attention to my brain it almost makes me feel like when people dress like that that they're not confident enough in their skill level and they're using their looks as a crutch which if you grew up your whole life being super hot maybe you are like you maybe you are and i don't think that you i think you always should be able to dress to show off your body but i think it's important to like 
choose proper situations to do it yeah because like i never would tell someone to hide having it like never hide a nice body for a lot of people it's like the fruit of much labor uh and you should be proud of it it working out and getting in good shape is certainly an and absolutely it's an achievement and uh you shouldn't have to hide it because other people can't fucking control themselves right um and i kind of so i kind of created like an, a really easy cheat sheet for being a feminist but for avoiding the all too easy pitfalls of irrational f- feminism is uh-huh. just is just flip the situation to be about a man so in this case i was like please realistically think about how angry or uncomfortable you would be if your male co-worker showed up in a mesh tank top pleather pants that showed the outline of his cock you like you you call hr if someone walked in like that you or know? depending on what what he's packing you'd be too distracted to do your own work <laughs> right like i, I if I you're think, me <laughs> i think we so often like everything is a constraint of the patriarchy and everything is you know to to because men can't control themselves but like some things are just to make everyone in the workplace feel comfortable and that includes men and women like i don't necessarily like i don't i don't know what this person is wearing but like if you're in your office like yeah i don't your tit shouldn't be hanging out like it just should it just shouldn't unless your office is a strip club yeah it just shouldn't be hanging out it's not it's not a fight i remember you know a while ago a girl emailed us like your balls shouldn't be hanging out either yeah she would emailed us about like wearing crop tops like in school and you're like yeah you're like, I remember no, that email. like just it's just not it's not about anything wrong with your body it's it's not even about just it's just crop tops is not for school yeah there's really no other explanation i don't wear a crop top to a job and well i mean well i'm comic so mine's different i still wouldn't wear a crop top to a job i don't i wouldn't wear well i mean so i know women i know a lot of times when women choose what they're going to wear before they leave the house a lot of decision goes into that and a lot of that is affected by how other people react it's just what happens and when i go on stage when comics when we go on stage i feel like we really i really have to tailor what i'm wearing to be not distracting i also think it's it's very important like a man like okay so like a man wouldn't wear shorts to an interview but it's not because his legs are distracting it's because it's the inappropriate choice for what you the the, what you are doing you wouldn't wear heels hiking you wouldn't wear a bathing suit to christmas dinner there's just like certain outfits when i wore that skirt on rogue island comedy festival and i came out for the first time on stage in a skirt it looked fucking great but i remember i came out on stage and a guy just goes legs Mm -hmm. and he just kept yelling the word legs throughout my set and i'm like but motherfucker that guy was just weird i was like that outfit was not that wasn't weird but like yeah but also too like i mean everybody has their own decision making sure uh, mechanisms in their brain for me that makes me too angry and i want to punch that guy in the fucking face so i'm just gonna wear pants it also, doesn't behoove it, It's fine I'll be fine Yeah and also If you're pretty And you have a nice body Like you'd really have to Wear like A potato sack For someone not to notice that Like everything doesn't have to be So hand fed to people Like anytime I When I You know I've spent my whole life Dating straight dudes They can always fucking tell When someone has a nice body Yep Even In a way that I cannot As a straight woman Yeah yeah. It's yeah. just a special skill So if people who need to know About your body Gonna know anyway Yeah And then everyone else Doesn't have to see Your areola It's just not Yeah It's just not It's not that people Don't wanna see your areola It's just not it's the just, time And the you place You know do, Show people your areola You know at a bar Or outdoors Yeah you know, in the woods Or you know whatever Just not the time and the place Yeah Put, put your areola away Girl <laughs> And men Cause everybody has an areola Yes right? yeah. yeah Okay cool Yeah all right. Just not everyone can feed humankind with their tits. Huh? Sorry, man. Okay. Our <laughs> guest today. Oh, man. I love this woman with all my heart. We've known her for a very long time. Yeah. Last time I did a show with her, she was in roller skates 
and in a bar and she just kept skating on by me and it was just i think she was wearing a tutu i'm like you're just i just love you Uh, yeah one of the most interesting people we know i think yeah she is a comedian she is in a band she's released three albums under uh this band by the name of typhoid rosie ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show rosie rebel are here with Rosie Rebel. That's still the name you go by, right? Meow. <laughs> 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 that that <laughs> reminds me of a <laughs> of a dancer I met in uh, Atlanta. Oh who, yeah, who? stripper. I mean, I don't know. I don't know her work name. Just fucking stole your <laughs> we, stole stole your shit. A meow, I'm just a meowing woman. <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> Can you? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do a horse noise. <laughs> Cats come on. <laughs> I haven't had a cat in years, but uh, still feel it. <laughs> Are you a cat person? But you have a dog. I have a dog, but like I was raised by a cat. And uh, she, you were raised by a cat? I swear, because my parents were like, my dad was like, I don't want to say it. My dad's kind of a narcissist. And my mom's like, uh, but codependence just is fucking crazy. Like, yes, it is. Why don't you? Why don't you have a feeling inside? Why don't you love me? And the nurse is like, I don't feel anything. You're crazy. So the cat race. My cat was like, well. I won't say anything bad. Yeah. My cat was like, I got to fucking step up and raise these kids. (laughs) Yeah. No one's doing it. My my parents are fighting. They fought a lot when you were young. Are you kidding? They would like be like, go outside. And you hear like. You know, dishes breaking. Like they oh, were so, wow. they were passionate. They were a passionate bunch. Oh my gosh! But my cat would like walk me to the bus stop. She's like, "Come on, shh." My cat no was like, really? shh. "Yeah, no." She really did. I'm not even kidding. She so like, your cat actually did race. Yeah, yeah no, you were raised by a cat. She'd be like, "Come here, you're dirty. Come here." You know, <laughs> you know the cats are like, "Take Come a here. bath, Rosie." <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. Okay, I love so that well, fighting in the house. Uh, my parents uh, fought a lot when I was a kid, and that I, when people fight in front of me, I like black out. I can't. And I mean, confrontation. Pff, nope. Ooh. Bye. That's why you Gonna became walk the other way. like who you are. Oh yeah, I just want to be adored and loved, and everybody's yeah. smiling around it's me. It's okay, a problem. <laughs> everybody, it's gonna be alright. you don't see, yeah, yeah. That's a that that's why so many comedians become comedians because yeah. it's like what well, you know you know we've been through so much we have yeah have, have, are your parents still together oh my god no oh that's good <laughs> that's good that's for the best oh thank you mom right? and dad shout out thank you <laughs> when did they split I was like I was eight were you happy that they were splitting or were you sad 
uh, they were so consumed by their anger that they it really was like, hated each other. Wow. Oh my god, they're so passionate. I think it's because I've been thinking a lot, a lot about this. It's like, like that's just another another form of love. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not you know those people like why can't I find a good guy? Like, why won't a guy love me? Like, I just attract these men. It's like no, it's a form of love. It's just a different kind of love. That you felt your whole life. Maybe it's not like... Like a, an abusive love? Yeah, like in a <laughs> fucking passionate... It's a feeling. I don't know if that feeling is love. I mean, I think it's yeah. like... It's like you... I you, agree, you, but... You, you're not going to get so mad about something or someone if you don't care deeply about them. Is that maybe what you're getting yeah, at? Yeah, but okay. to me, like, actually the worst... The worst thing you, you can do in a relationship is like... Or like indifference... Mm-hmm. yeah that's like what are you yeah you don't even give a shit yeah like what is you have a are you dead inside like well you're... not reacting to a fight is the best way to win a fight that's pretty that's good true. corinne teach yeah. me that yeah i've been trying to learn that from corinne by just <laughs> mimicking but it's hard if you grew up and wow. you just you're allergic to bad feelings oh. it's that's... hard wow did your how so when you were a kid how many siblings do you have do you i have any? uh all brother i have three brothers i'm young the only girl i'm number three yeah okay okay yeah so second to youngest yeah so you grew up around dudes i know i i thought <laughs> about this all the time that's why i was so excited to come on your show remember i was because i get to like hang out with girls you know what i mean i was like <laughs> I remember my brothers, we, we would like play Monopoly and I'd put up a hotel and they'd punch me. Whoa. Oh. But then I'd like start hanging out with girls and they were like, do you want to make up a dance? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's kind of nice. Like, Making up a dance is better oh than getting gosh. punched. <laughs> when girls are like on each other's side, it's like the most beautiful it really is. thing in the whole fucking world. It's like, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. It is nice. So, you feel it. Oh my God. It's palpable. I, and you didn't get a lot of that growing up. No, but I am such a big fan of your show because um, I don't know. It feels like a sleepover. Like I kind of wanted to wear my footsie pajamas. Like I got a little dressed up for you guys. Yeah, you did. We totally. Could've. I love it. You could wear whatever you but want. I prefer, you know, for us, for this, <laughs> for this. For us, we could have. I mean, yeah. I was like, <laughs> footy pajamas would have been very fine for me. Yeah, I, I feel comfortable. Yeah, it's like a sleepover. It's so nice. Just so I wonder if that explains your whimsicalness. Then maybe that the oh, cat, the cat, that's raised, for you. Oh, <laughs> that was but like, for you. Um, like escaping into that maybe was like something you really got comfortable with. Uh, because you're the way guys, you perform. Last time I saw you perform, you're like wearing roller skates oh, in this bar. Yeah. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Every Thank time I you. see you perform, it's like the Are best. Are you kidding, thing. guys? Can we can we do it again? Yes, of course we can. What was so? I wanted to tell you. So I woke up this morning and I started singing. I was so excited for your podcast, and I was like, "Let's talk about dicks, baby, <laughs> and let's talk about dicks and me. Let's talk about you remember because you're '90s. I went Yo. to your birthday party. Yeah, you let's did. Let's talk about all the good dicks and the bad dicks that dick me you know what i'm saying so there's all the dicks, dicks. like i ran a man a man that that dude man a man a man oh yeah yeah i love that song so wait you had good dicks you had bad dicks oh not met not enough not, not enough no nah. well, you haven't so had enough dicks what was, what was the dick situation like before you're you were married i had like maybe yeah, walk us through the less timeline. than this many lo- less, less than 10 dicks. lovers in my whole life mm-hmm. okay oh this is so fun <laughs> um okay so uh oh okay this guy that like 
um, I made out. Well, he he wanted to kiss me in middle school. Mm-hmm. He told his cousin Denise, like, let me um, let me make out with Rosie. And, and so Denise was the gatekeeper. She told him. <laughs> Oh yeah, whatever. So I, then I made it. I didn't even want to kiss him, but I'm like, whatever. It's a kiss. <laughs> have you, you know how the you boy? feel? I mean, I kind of tongued like ah. my neighbor, like Chris Hickey, but <laughs> you tongued your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, like because only because he was like the only dude. You know what I mean? Right. That was wasn't like, your brother. Yeah. Come here, Chris. You're the only one. Come here. There's like only one like, guy on your block that you're yeah. friends with. You just automatically end up having that a crush and, on them. Oh, 100%. That yeah. and like licking milk out of my cat's bowl. Like, you know? <laughs> but Chris, Chris Hickey, I totally, I totally. And then that's how I met my best friend. She, Because I told her, we were like on the lunch line. I told her like, listen, like I kissed Chris Hickey. And she was like, ew. <laughs> 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 he eats his own boogers. Uh, a lot of kids do. A lot of adults do too. I okay, but whatever. He was the only one. Yeah, on my block. Right. And I was. Think- I'm sure he brushed his teeth. Oh, that's nice. So you know, <laughs> hopefully he did. Thank you, Chris. Chris. <laughs> when was the first time you saw a dick? Oh, um, I was maybe like two or three. And my oh, <laughs> look at look how nervous. And my friend. Uh, this kid was like my best friend and I like loved him. And I remember one time he like took me into a closet and he was like, come at two or three. <laughs> yeah. He was like, How do you even maybe close? it wasn't a closet, but he was like, close the closet at me. two. He's like, let me try something. What? And then he what put a his smooth dick, toddler, but it was like soft. It was soft. <laughs> I would hope smooth. so. I would hope so. <laughs> what a smooth toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Where does a toddler get game? <laughs> so funny, correct? So the only, so the only <laughs> thing. Come in. <laughs> We're less than ten minutes in. You already been. We're already talking toddler dicks. It seems sexually assaulted <laughs> yeah. by a two-year-old. Yeah, and then also raised by a cat. But I loved him. <laughs> but he was Greeks. You know how like the Greeks like they're like really into anal kind of. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> they're like really into open a history book, guys. <laughs> open a history book. There's like chapters on boys, like why boys? Oh, I do know oh. the best lover. And they were all uh, also, you know, more open to uh, homosexuality. They didn't make it a thing. Is yeah. that what I'm saying? Oh, okay. uh, that's a nice. It, yeah, actually. But and and then pedophilia nice. being a separate, totally separate thing. That but we it is, yeah, that's not still, related. Not no, related. Yeah, actually, if we can get like philosophical for a second, you're right because always they. Uh, have you ever read Plato's Symposium? Nope. No. Okay, so I want to get like and deep with you guys. <laughs> no, no, it's really I short. Might actually, it's short. It's like it talks about love, but like basically, you know, like humans, like we're animals. So like basically, what an animal means is you need to get your food from an external source. So okay. it's like you can't like a plant can no, just make its right, own food. And it's right. like, oh, I'm happy and I don't need your plant dick because I don't need you or whatever. It makes from the sun and love water photosynthesis. But yeah. But like it says long ago that people were cut in half because because they went up to humans, whatever. They used to be like these like male and female creatures or male and male creatures or male and female creatures. And they went up to heaven. They waged war on the gods. And even in 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 the Bible, there's like different, you know, like the humans built a tower to heaven. They were too productive. So let's split them up so that they'll always be seeking their other half so like that their hunger and i've been actually i'm so happy like that we're talking about i like i feel like you guys how we're all maybe i'm a little bit older than you but we're about the same age like 30s i'm gonna be 37 i'm 33 yeah but your body is like 
your body like needs to needs like it needs a dick to like <laughs> if your you're body straight, like, lady it does like it yeah if well, you're straight I, and I, when i don't have sex i talk about this a lot on the podcast like when i don't when i go a long period of time without having sex which a long period of time for me is a month uh i get depressed without the dick good for you i mean it sucks i wish i didn't need it but i feel You're there so is cool. a need there is a need for the d and i hate you it you need a f- because it's a it hole makes me chase like, it. but anyway it's like say food <laughs> it is all. say food you need to eat mm-hmm. every day yeah. and then you fucking eat and then you shit and then it's all over again and it's like right. an endless endless so the Cycle. gods were like hey let's distract them so we'll cut them in half so that they'll always be looking for their other half and then they said when they found their other half like in the world that they would try like weave themselves together and that they would some it was actually kind of sad like one half would die and the other one would be trying to weave itself oh but the weaving is like sex like you need to right. feel like full yeah and i actually feel that for the first time in my life that like i need to like fuck for survival like, oh really <gasps> you need to for fuck a baby for, survival? for a baby because my body's like we're dying <laughs> oh. off, let's fucking do it like it it happens when you get Right? Don't they say like thirties? Like your well, your sex drive apparent uh, allegedly amps up yeah. when you're thirty when you're a female, and I certainly feel that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm so sexual. I don't feel the need for a baby Good. though. No, because I, I was like everyone like kind of throughout my whole life more me. They're like it's coming, and I'm like guys, time keeps ticking away. Uh, I'm waiting. Mm, it's I not am here not. Yet. It is not coming. Do I feel the need for another dog? Yes, I do. Uh, I, that's like that's fifteen fuck, dogs. Uh, yeah, that's great. I'm gonna go full Whitney Cummings. I want to meet Alfred. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So cute. So that's what I feel. But I, I was, give him a bath in his litter box. Your dog. My t- <laughs> dogs don't have litter boxes. Whatever. Twenty. <laughs> twenty eighteen. Get with does, it. Does your dog have a litter box? <laughs> no, he's fucking. Like I'll take him. My dog's big. He's like eighty pounds. Oh, nice. Oh, did I tell you? Oh wait, I didn't. Some dude fucking followed me on the through this like tunnel bridge and when i turned around you i was with walking? my dog yeah i had an 80 pound dog and i was like fuck you you know what i mean like oh yeah. you follow me because yeah because when he saw me turn around he was like huh, huh. like he turned around like i'm not going that way like no new yorker does that new yorkers they have a very specific place that they have in mind and they go right yeah. they don't yeah. just abruptly turn around they actually don't they know yeah. exactly where they're going and yeah. they're fucking on it anyway so yeah so, so this guy dog followed. dog is like I would say to all the ladies out there, dog is, or cat, is like, it's kind of unconditional love. Like, they fucking, nobody is that happy every time you come through the door. Like, oh my God, Corinne, you're back. You came back to me. Like, no human. Unless you're my cat. Like, I had to give my cat away. She didn't like me. What? Okay. She hated me. She was feral. Well. That happens. I'm going to, I'm going to take that cat out. (laughs) I take it. I, I think that cat, it. that cat would, is kidding. probably murdering cows on a farm. We're gonna right find now. that cat on Who is it? Facebook What's your cat's fuck name? It Gilda. Aw, what yeah. the fuck, Gilda? I know. You can't I named fucking her. love Christina Hutchinson. She couldn't. She couldn't. Fuck she couldn't love you, it. Gilda. No one oh. wanted. To, no one wanted to come over my home because they were so scared of her. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. No, she's correct. I, I, the, Damn it, when Gilda. I got, went to get her fixed because I got her when she was too young to get fixed because she was the, in heat. The yeah, the vet was like, you need to take this cat and drive it to the farthest farm because this cat is feral and it will not it's a monster basically he said and i was like well you know i was really trying to be ignorant to that fact all my friends didn't want to come over but all right doc i got you and i dropped her off at a farm Gilda. but i do miss i like unconditional love from an animal or a person i mean preferably a person for me but you know whatever i'll take whatever i can get you're when- gonna come on look at you 
Yeah. You're going to fucking get all the love. Come on. Look at you. <laughs> Possibly. Not oh, right now. you. What do you mean not right now? Oh, I'm a, I, I, I prefer gotta, not to have it, but good thank for you. you. I prefer to have it. Because you're like, like a plant. very easily. You're like a plant. You don't need it that much I am like a plant. Yours. I never thought about that before, but yes, I would agree That's with fucking, that. That's fucking, but like I'm saying like everyone needs, like we're built in like these empty things we need to eat and then, then you poop and then you need to eat again or you need to drink and then you pee and then you need to drink again. So we're constantly on this, like 90% of our lives is this rat race or like, yeah. I'm just saying, for the first time in my fucking choach, I fucking feel that. My <laughs> Your choach is crying like, out to a, you? I get so... Horny? Yeah. And how long, have you been, how long have you been married to your husband? Uh, seven years, but 15 years, like, Together. he's my only... Yeah. Yeah. And so how, uh, what, how has he reacted to this new, you have to fuck to survive, Rosie? Wow. Uh, he, I mean, he's like a dude, so he's like, yeah, dudes are like, I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> so you, are you, I mean, fu- when did sometimes, this happen? Sometimes he'll like, like we make a joke, like he has to, like when I'm in here, he's got to sleep with like a, like a baseball bat in the corner, but not really. Guys, I feel like guys can always handle it, but. Are you maritally raping your yeah, husband, that's Rosie? Yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's even a thing. That should be no, a hard. It's hundred percent a thing. Thank you. Marital you know, rape, listen yeah. to these. It's legal in some countries, so advanced. which you're is so what the issue. Wait, do you ever not America though? So, do I ever? Does your husband ever not want to fuck you when you want to no. fuck him? Okay, well, that's I was good. thinking about this because uh, we were. It was seven years, and then we hooked up, and I was like, wow, I didn't even have to like, I didn't even have to touch his dick, and it was like ready to go. And I was like, wow, like 15 years and this man can still get it up for Like me. rock hard. That's amazing. Well, the way you say it, I want to join you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I got no dicks, so. Well, yeah, I guess we don't. <laughs> it's always, yeah, it's always, you know, when you, when you go to put the dick in and it's not rock hard, you always take a second. You're like, oh, man. Like that boy when I was two. Peter. Remember we were talking about that? I oh, just yeah. say his name. Yeah, what did he do? So he just kind of was like kind of mushy and he like was like, oh, just and he put it up two years um, old yeah and i remember like i was totally cool i was like okay i remember being like it's not working peter (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) come back no but he like i was like come Come back back." when you're four yeah come back (laughs) when you're in the marines (laughs) and i should have i wish that's one of my regrets i'm like shut up fuck peter when he was in the marines peter went to join the marines yeah he He had to get that aggression out somewhere yeah a two-year-old trying to fuck he's is, great remember we talked about the right. things they're like really into anal too you're Did like he, i'm a pussy but a two-year-old greek person i'm a pussy we don't need the asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Wait, it had right I what, mean, when you guy could, tries to you go guys tried anal and you're like, it's yes, weird. oh, hundred percent. But then you're like, I have a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that hole feels better. Mm-hmm. And you could like it go to does. town on that hole. The oh. other hole, you just gotta really just. My God, really. Oh, God, do you breathe hear? deep? I do, do hear. You, you just you just travel around with her and you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this whore. <laughs> what do you mean? Those fucking that fucking lion mane over there. Oh. <laughs> um, well, it's usually tamed when I'm on the road. I feel like I, I put it in a bun. Okay, 
Let it frame. <laughs> I'll try. Wait, uh, you have some notes. I'm interested to see what uh, are on these notes. Oh, I said okay, to, let's talk about this. I think this would be fun because you, yeah, you and you. How about dudes when they're like, uh, I'm gonna come like this. Oh, the come face like, and the noises. Tell you, uh, uh, like that. Yeah. Can you do an impression <laughs> of a dude like? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course I can. Yeah. That's oh, like the. Oh, oh. Well, well, my ex was like. Oh, ah! I'm like, oh my god! It's like he got hit in the <laughs> face. Like, it's like your... someone's been shaking like a soda can. Mm-hmm. I like when the guy has a sexy sound when he comes. Like, not like obviously you can't force that because then it's not sexy. But when a guy's more like, you know, I'm not gonna do it. But I prefer when I see words. You're so good at impressions. Words? I prefer like a word, like oh like, yes, or something like. Fuck. I'm I a, usually scream. Fuck. I'm a verbal person. I need a. I need a word. I can't. Have, I can't be having a what fucking sound. Anything. A curse is fine. Wow. Anything like that. I usually scream. You're fuck. awesome, Corinne. Like a oh fuck, baby. That's good. I like that. We can file yeah. that into under. Guys yes. never say that words when they fuck come. Baby. In my experience, I, I've had some guys. I've heard, did it, and I like them better. <laughs> I'm gonna come. Yeah, I mean, I and I've just living in New York. I've had so many roommates, and I would always at one point hear their like boyfriends, uh, like Coming. sex come sound, and I just it's so hard to see uh, someone hard. in the living room after that. I just really can't. I can't take you've them seriously. You've heard them ejaculate. You I should don't like trust stare them. them in the eyes and eat cereal. Like so, I was heard you last night. <laughs> I remember I was, I think I was like seven or eight and there was this couple upstairs and they were fucking Mm -hmm. and they came down. I was like, oh, I was like seven or eight. Like, you guys had fun last night. (laughs) Did they live in your house? Upstairs. I'm like, oh, look who's here. (laughs) Could decide to get out of each other's holes. What was your first sexual, like time having sex? When, how old were you? Uh, 15. Yeah. You knew it. Yeah, I was too. You knew. Oh my God. It happens. Well, I was like in love with this. I was like obsessed with this like skateboarder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I got so, I was like, it probably would be like, like I, I think I was like a little too hammered. I was like, let me at fifteen. Yeah, I was like, let me go ahead and kill that voice in my head. Uh, that one that says whatever. So it was so bad. He like he like he like stole my paper on the way out. What a nineties story. Yeah, your paper. My beeper. Oh, your beeper. Yeah. Yeah. Beeper. Why do you steal it? Beeper. I do. I never had one. I never had one either. But yeah, I had one, guys. For, like but i like it's like why wow. why'd he take it did you get it back i don't know but he was like such a loser he was like such a loser and i was so, so in love he, with him he stole your virginity and your beeper and my beeper but you know rude. what i feel like like god or karma like he has like two little girls it's like ah oh, everything kids now, you yeah. did girl is gonna be your daughter and you're gonna cry even harder <laughs> this time around you know what i mean is that a real song or one that you just, I just made, up? made that oh, up okay i sounded like there was some kind of a rhythm there that oh thank you you're like that's a hit well you're very musically inclined <laughs> i am guys uh can i can i do it Typhoid Rosie, my band. Oh, I was yeah. Like, I don't know what you're going to do because that's yeah. I, my favorite thing about you, actually, that yeah. I just never know I what's coming. Three records. I was a comedian. That's how I met you guys. Yeah. yeah. And I thought you were so fucking cool. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and I knew, actually, I knew. I knew back then. I'm like, oh, these two. 
they're gonna be like have a talk show i picture you like a talk show <laughs> mm-hmm well, like mugs. I wish someone else in the industry would. So yeah, Every, what well, are they, you talking no, about? They say they do, and then they're like, "Oh wait, you Who say the word that? dick." No, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> I'll fucking oh, slash tele- the tele- <laughs> television is a fickle bitch. Yeah, you know let's go I mean? slash network you exact tires. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll get us a show. <laughs> What's just make our own show? It's like just make. That's all you have to do is just make your own show. And that's, I feel like well, if you had a show, oh. it would be a lot like Eric Andre, like the female oh, Eric Andre. It would totally be the female oh, Eric like Andre. Andre. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I feel. Uh, oh, I work on uh, TVs. TVs. <laughs> like you repair <laughs> them? <laughs> I'm the repairman. Uh, what's the problem? Uh, <laughs> um, all right, wait. Okay. Okay, so you want to hear. So I'm married, right? So yes. I have maybe 10 lovers. Um, so I'm... So, but like when my husband, like, he wasn't like... He wasn't like the most like hottest dude, uh, but he was like, I was like, why is he so nice? Like, what's his problem? And I'm still like trying to figure out like what his oh, problem is. What do you still love me? You know what I mean? It's like Piece 15 years in. What do you love me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck that up. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. What do you love me? Okay. So wait, do you guys fight? Oh, uh, not, we used to, but not, not really. Sometimes, uh, I caught this girl, like, trying to go on a hike with him in the woods. What? Brandy. What's her name? As soon as I heard her name was Brandy, I was like, oh, wow, wow, (laughs) wow. No one named Brandy isn't giving it up in the woods. Thank you. I was like, nah. What are you going to hide now? You're going to hide with Brandon now? Anyway, so I told him. I was like, "What are you, you going to out that he was going to oh, go on a hike with Brandon?" I caught her. Anyway, she was in heat, like like Rosie at, at the moment. She was in fucking heat right after she got like pregnant. It's like, oh, okay, bitch. You know what I mean? Wait, but how did your husband even know Brandy? Uh, she was a lawyer. So I was like, oh, oh, this. She was a lawyer. Is your husband court. a lawyer? Yes. Oh, okay. They yes. How do you think I can afford to be here right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. He's a he's a he lawyer. Is a lawyer. Okay. I, he is like <laughs> I started writing it down. Everything he's done for me only like one day ago, <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay, he's paid my rent since like two thousand and three. Wow, yeah. that's a nice person. That's a nice partner. He takes me around the world, like. You, and we and we've been getting better like the fucking gets better that's what i want to say because oh, after okay. a while yeah. you know exactly like the buttons to push yeah you know exactly where it goes and like <laughs> you know what hole to put uh oh wait so you want to hear about brandy yes so i said yeah. listen how crazy i am i was like whatever i i caught she messaged my dog because he's got a Facebook account. She messaged my dog's Facebook. She's like, we have to go away on a trip together. To your dog. Yeah, well, she thought it was his She thought he ran the account. Okay, she thought it was your husband. You little fucking... I found out. I was like... little ski. She was like on vacation with her husband. Like, how did you find... Like, why don't... You know what I mean? So Brandy also has a husband? Yeah. Okay. And she got pregnant, like... And he was like a little nubby man, like my husband. (laughs) I was like, oh, she's into nubs? Okay. 
I see what's happening here. Fucking Brandy. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are you in the naps? Okay. You know what, Brandy? You think you're fucking... Missing limbs? Just like like a clay, like a little clay, like, creature that you made, like, in seventh grade pottery class. Like, that's what we are. We've defined ourselves. Like, we're nubs. Like, we fucking know it. We're not, like, tall fucking seven-foot models. You know what I mean? Those seven fucking, foot's really Like, they're tall. like giraffes. Like, they reach their fucking head around, like, the canopy. Like, you know? It's like, okay, we're not that, right? I'm not saying you guys are nubs. I'm just saying... Whatever, she, she had a nub boyfriend. She messaged my dog. And I was like, okay, Brandy. This is what I said to her. I said to Phil, like, I took off. He made this Phil's diamond for me. I never talk about this diamond. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, we're getting married. Look at my diamond. My fiance, he got me this ring. It's, it's like, beautiful. It's very big. Yeah. yeah it is he big. got the diamond. Yeah, and and then got, lawyer some picked shit. out the cut. <laughs> it wasn't like he went to K Jewelers and was already done. Right. Oh, I shouldn't have plugged the corporate sponsor. <laughs> he it's okay, we'll make it through. He picked out the diamonds. Yeah. And then and then he made the ring. Uh-huh. So yeah. I took this up and I threw it across the room. It's like it's a big chunk of change. It's like a down payment on the house. I'm like, you wanna go on a hike with Brandy? <laughs> Wait, did he respond to her yet? Yeah. Well oh. I did, but I was like, go ahead. Like I was like, what's it mean to you? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What the fuck? What are you going to get out of this? Exactly. A friendship? You're a grown ass nub. Yeah. You don't need a friend. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on board. <laughs> You're a grown ass oh, Also, nub. where in New York are you hiking? In <laughs> we always go hiking. Manhattan. Really? That's your fucking Jersey accent, by the way. Manhattan. What's the capital of, tr- of New Jersey? Trenton. Trenton. Oh. My she wanted to say Trenton. Trenton. Oh, Trenton. 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 That's so Jersey. Trenton. Trenton. Yeah, and coffee. Also. So I said to Brandy, I was like, oh, I said, listen, Brandy, uh, I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) I was like, how much do you want? I was like, why are you're married? Like, why are you trying to increase your relationship with my husband? I said, I'm fucking crazy. How much do you want me in your life? (laughs) That's a hard offer to say yes to. (laughs) She's like, oh, okay. She just whatever I don't know. So wait, what did she say in this message? She assumed it was she your husband. Want, she, she wanted she to go like, on a hike. Hey, Phil, with you him. Go on a hike. And then I told Phil, Phil, what are you gonna do when you're in the woods on the hike and your fucking pants are around your ankle and she's giving you a beach? How are you gonna fucking like say no? Well, do you what, know did what, I mean? say? what did Phil say? What did Phil say? You don't do is like once they're fucking they're getting a beach. Like what are they gonna do? There's yeah, they but can't Phil, fucking control. Phil can stop the pants from coming off. <laughs> they're gonna come. They're like, Ugh. I feel like Phil has control over his <laughs> own body and clothes. Guys enjoy. I, I'd say my husband's a great fucking dude compared to the shit out there. I don't want to say shit out there, but shit out there. No, I'm on the dating scene. I know. Good for you. Nah. <laughs> you guys want to go to sex party? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't care. Do you? Yeah, I would. Uh, we uh, we've all been we've been to sex parties. Good for you. Really? I, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I feel very neutral about them. Have you been to a sex party? I've been invited, but I turn them down all the time. I I'm, love great story for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, just but I just no. feel like I want to carry in like, <laughs> like to the sex party. Like I would want to bring in like a seven foot hot dog. Like anyone, <laughs> you would anyone, do that. Anyone want to fucking fucking you know? But there is always a table of food at sex parties, Ooh. and no one touches it. But you can be the per- well. Usually one what? person touches it, and you could be that person. If there was food. If they would have said food party, <laughs> well, that's just a party. It's a food party with sex, not a sex party with food. Yeah, I get invited to a lot. I know that now I'm a little bit hotter than I used to be. Yeah, you got hotter. 
Do you think? I feel I do. I think I like I I look back at well, my Well, you lost some weight too, my, didn't you? Yeah. Cuz I know you were like working out a ton. Ah. You look fantastic. You do. I you look great. Do a lot of tumbling. Style. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I do I go to a gym. Uh it's called Brooklyn Zoo. And it's in Bushwick. The gym and is I called do. Brooklyn yeah. Zoo. Yeah, trampoline. You want fun as fuck, honestly. Really? That's where I get invited to sex parties. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the trampoline at Brooklyn Zoo. I'll plug your show. I'll plug your show. That's where I. I just want to jump on a trampoline. Do you want to come? Yeah, honestly, I'm like level one. Like I could teach you basics, and I love trampolines. That's gonna be okay. If you love trampolines, let's get together. Let's like in a big way. Okay. Do you love? I remember you wanted to have your birthday party at a trampoline place for like a long time. You didn't tell me. I would have. Well, I didn't know there was one in Brooklyn because there's there used to only be the closest trampoline place was one in like there was one in Jersey that where the whole. um, room is made of trampolines so like the walls so you can bounce yeah. off the walls you can bounce off the floor i just love trampolines because so if you fun. love trampolines that's all I, that's why i'm so like i don't fucking go there and do like a thousand crunches like oh give it to me <laughs> <laughs> come on Fuck. you ever see those people like punching themselves in the head the gym, oh, the gym <laughs> noises that people make are fucking ridiculous and i wish men would make those noises in bed and not at the Thank gym you. and more more noises in bed less noises <laughs> at the gym where do we write our comment cards to guys <laughs> i do like a set of crunches <laughs> yeah and i mean i Sorry. have i have let out a grunt while <laughs> squatting so I do, I do, and then it did. You, squ- you do squats? Yeah, I squat and deadlift. Good for you. Yeah, well, somebody forces me to do it. I had to hire a trainer, or, or else I wouldn't have done How it. How about those girls with like no asses, and and they're in the thong <laughs> pictures, and you're like, okay. <laughs> Is that Brandy <laughs> on inter- on Instagram? You're like, Are you talking okay. about Brandy? <laughs> My mom was like, I. I don't see a lot of that, but I don't see a lot of flat ass girls wearing <laughs> you know thongs what? on the internet. Go for them. <laughs> no, I see when I see them. Go for them. Well, yeah, because I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, doesn't matter. But you could get yeah. an ass. You could get an ass if you wanted to. It's probably annoyingly hard uh, work because you, you could purchase just... one too. Oh, that's true. You can purchase. Can an ass. you? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. You're so. Look at you. I love. <laughs> I do love that part of like. I love living in a society where like if you work hard enough, you can purchase the things that you want, even yeah, on even if they're body parts. I kind of think that's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, not talking about like the black market. I'm just talking your body, about like you know canvas. a surgery. You're cool, <laughs> like, don't, Corinne. Don't, like a Beverly Hills don't doctor. Purchase someone you know? else's kidney. <laughs> Should we say hi to Thomas Whitfield? Right sure. Now? Wait. You know what? We let this episode go. go <laughs> no, <laughs> it's beautiful train wreck. You're at the range. It's not a train wreck. We've lost it's control. Hey, what else you got, got on that no, notebook? Like, I else? got like bullet points. Okay, I well. have like a bullet point presentation. <laughs> that right, I like keep to going do. down. Uh, okay. Okay, that's not okay. We talked about oh my god, and um, <laughs> oh, what about this, guys? Like how like. We're living in a time like when everyone's been molested. Oh, right. dude, a lot of people have been and molested. Not just a lot. Everyone. But I think that's always been the case, but it's we're in a time where everyone's talking now about exactly. how everyone's been molested. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, now when someone, like, you're fucking 37, someone tries to come and molest you, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Still got <laughs> yeah, it. Maybe, like, when I was seven, it was cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like now, now. Were you molested? I'm too oh. than that two-year-old. Obviously, look at me. Like was a obviously. Who wasn't? I like to. Well, I wasn't really molested. I wasn't I'd really say. Really at, uh, was I, I wasn't, but I feel I wasn't. super lucky, and I did thank you. my dad for not molesting me on his birthday this year. 
For like as an adult, <laughs> thank you. I was never molested. That's a fucking. I, I truly felt the need. A lot of people were to molested. Thank, uh, to thank him wow. for that, and I just Wait, don't know. Just Corinne, that's like a million dollar greeting card, dear dad. <laughs> thanks for not molesting me. Well, that's like a, lot a billion of dads dollars. I, I really did mean it. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, yeah. but I really Wait, meant it. Wait, who molested it. you? Um, um. Oh, you don't have to talk about it. If you well, want. Like, if you want to, if you want to talk um, about because, I the mean, situation. I well, we talked about it. I've been like a bunch of times in oh, my yeah? life. Like even as my mom was molested multiple different times by multiple different men between the ages of like ten and thirteen. Yeah, but and it was all a different Fucking person every diddlers. time. And I'm like, like, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's not. Well, what do you? Do you care to go into any of the situations? Do you guys want to talk about me being molested? I have I mean, so I, many bullet points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we can do the, we can talk about molestation, and then we'll go back to a bullet point. Okay, if you're okay um, with that. Yeah, but just because molestation happens a lot. I feel like okay. I feel like even as an adult, mm-hmm. you get diddled. Right. Well, a couple Corinne, hands people, under the skirt. Oh, for sure. Touch Corinne's ass. Yeah, so people are always like, fucking touching me. I'm saying man. like the difference is like you're like a woman now, and you're like ah, okay, like you know where it's <laughs> going. Well, you know it's not appropriate immediately. Yeah. When you're a child, how the fuck would you know? Totally. But I, but I, I feel like it's been so like I've just dealt with so much. When I went to go, I went to go do a jury duty case, and they were like, some girl was like. This was her out because you know everyone like wants their out. This girl yeah. was like, "Whoa, my sister was sexually harassed," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, I mean, everybody was sexually harassed. That's, That's it? what she That's said. That's everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I was like, "This is my too. out." I mean, I've been like on the train, and then like eight o'clock in the morning, I was going to. I worked at like a spa on the Upper East Side, and this guy was like jerking off and like trying to rub my leg. Ew! Ew. I know. Thank you. I wish I was like you. I wish I did something like I could go back and be like you little yeah, motherfucker. Like I've what do you? I've never seen a guy actively jerking off on the subway. But if I did, I'd probably just be in shock. You never I don't know, what know, I know how I you're gonna say. react. But like you, sometimes like you like you like feel this shame. Like I'm not gonna look or like I. I don't think I. I've gotten really good like not like looking. Do you know at what the, I mean? At the guy's dick while he touches himself <laughs> in public? Well, for me, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm just so scared of getting semen on me. Oh. I have like a huge, like if a stranger got their semen on me, oh. I don't know if I could be ever willing. take That's enough really showers. Funny. Like truly. I've seen many people jerking off in public. I don't know if I've ever seen full, well, I saw walking around full dick out, but he wasn't jerking it off. But then I've seen a lot of, um, you know, homeless people doing it like over the over the yeah, pants I've seen, I've seen that but then i kind of think it's like i mean train isn't the best option but it's like, like if you're homeless you still do need to jerk off and like where do you do it you like, like you walk by like you i don't know good today corinne <laughs> you look good girl <laughs> i don't yeah i don't what, know what I mean, happened what happened yeah. when you were seven was it an adult seven well i told you i was like two and the guy but i knew like when he tried to play i was like ah oh, something's not right but i remember being like come back come back and try this out in a couple of years you know what i mean yeah okay i didn't feel like oh well I he was two so and i you feel were like two. we really I mean, can't feel, hold that against people yeah i had a, i had a, a neighbor when i was a child that him and i would touch each other's butts yeah We'd like tickle each other's butt cheeks but not dicks uh no never genitals but like we would always tickle each other's that's butts. just like the disco the, the discovery we were just like, time yeah I, yeah we didn't both There's we both didn't that, i think we yeah. both were kind of horny but we didn't even know what that word meant or what that feeling was but we just kind of tickled each other's butt cheeks yeah, it was weird butt cheeks yeah 
but well, that was as far as it got do you i mean if you're like if you're if you're into butts right i mean i like a butt but you know i like a dick more oh what was it oh okay as a can i can i like um okay so i've had like maybe 10 i've had 10 it's like to you guys like that's not a lot like lovers total that's not i mean 10 that's, is a f- fine number a, yeah it's like fucking i don't know how Mother many people Teresa. you think, you think, like many people you think we had sex with it's probably not as many as yeah you think. people oh. think we're Ooh. our numbers are in the triple digits they are not but, but it's not like 10 is like not a lot right it's like you're i i guess you've been with somebody for 15 years so 10 makes yeah. sense even if it was five, even if it was one, I mean, whatever. I mean, if it was one, I'd be like, girl, you got to go explore. Yeah, but, I would just you say know. you just need like a handful. But then other than that, I don't think there's any like right or wrong number. Yeah. I just don't like people getting stuck and not knowing their options. And some, you know. Yeah. But your 10 is fine. Yeah. 10 works. That's good. Do you feel bad about having 10? 10, yeah, 10 I feel it coming here. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's fine. A, it's not a pissing contest. Yeah, no, it's oh, Okay, guys. <laughs> I don't fuck so that I could beat somebody in the numbers game. <laughs> I fuck because I like dicks. <laughs> yeah. How many you got? How many you got? And then like next. I think next mine's in the time. 30s. 20s? I don't know. That's pretty good actually, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, who are we to say? And we don't climbing, know. you know what I mean? So. You guys are so, I mean, you're truly <laughs> feminist. And I see you <laughs> encouraging people like, get out then. You know, or like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's not your fault. Okay. It's more. It's yeah. okay than get out there. I think sometimes yeah. it's interpreted as get that out, out there when it should be interpreted as it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people use it as an excuse to yeah. like fuck to fill a void. Yeah, but you gotta know when you're fucking to fill a void because that. that's not mentally cool. Because mm-hmm. you gonna fuck yourself up. Right. Right. That you're on looking my tombstone. For love in a hopeless place. Correct. So you're right. So. Yeah, right? What, like... Yeah. Just like, I, you know, some people, when they have a lot of casual sex with a lot of people, they truly enjoy it, and they that's, like, it works for them, and that's what they want at that point in their life. But then other people... I mean, I... There was a time in college when I had, like, five... Like, a rotation of fuck buddies. There was probably five of them. Four, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And then I started to realize, oh, I'm fucking to fill a void because I feel lonely, and I'm fucking people that don't want to be with me, so I gotta change something. So then I stop. But it's... Everybody's got their own thing. Isn't that so beautiful? Just like growing older, like nah. yeah. I just I will say, being single at thirty versus being single at twenty-two, it's way better being thirty and single. Because you just be like nah. Yeah, you just know you're not gonna take shit. And I mean, you know, whatever. What else? What other bullet points you got on there? Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Have you ever been to the Taj Mahal? Yes, I have. In the Atlantic one, City. Have you written? No, I, I was the, like the one in India or, t- or Atlantic City. Uh, <laughs> Atlantic City, yes. India, no. No, yeah. Same for me. <laughs> All right. Well, I went to the one in India. The real one. Yeah. Like after, uh, you know, I lost my mom mm-hmm. and grandma in the same weekend. That's a whole thing. We oh, don't yeah. got to get. We can, it's, not, it's not really about fucking. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you can talk about it if you want. No, but, but when I saw the Taj Mahal, I thought, oh, I don't want to go there. It's just like some stupid little tourist trap, you know? And yeah. uh, <laughs> I really felt that way. Right. And then I saw it. When I got there, I saw it. It was like, I saw it from across the river. So it was like Bob Wire. So you see those like the pictures like, you know, I got like beggars in my shot. And then you see it and like, and then it's not, people think it's like a, I thought it was maybe a palace, but it's a tomb. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either for like, that's how much he loved her that he wanted. Oh, a guy buried his 
His wifey? one of his wives. He had like oh. seventy five <laughs> wives. Yeah. But that uh, one was special. But that Whatever. one was the best wife. But as I'm saying, like, like oh wow, it's like the diamond ring of tombs, mm. right? And it's so beautiful. I started crying because I I think I finally like understood that loss. Maybe not for a wife or whatever but yeah. um i was crying i was like babe look how much he loved her you know what i mean yeah yeah babe. and he did it after she died which is like yeah. she's not gonna know unless want, you know she might yeah he wanted the whole fucking world to know how much he loved her i felt like that is love is like the most like beautiful like love poem like etched in yeah. marble yeah and then i saw i was like i'm like crying i'm like look how much he loved her you know <laughs> and my husband such a dude he's like he's like man like she must have gave like one hell of a beach <laughs> that's what feels like yeah hey you suck like, that good you get a tomb like yeah. a castle oh my he's god like, babe how much do you love me after you see that and he's like if you fucking and then we started calling it like a Taj job like a <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the fucking beach of a lifetime. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And we, Her last beach. We talk about this all the time because my, my husband's like so good that it's so probably, good. Probably, How so? You know, you guys know, like someone who just like fucking, you, you, you were in a relationship for a long time. So it's almost like you were married. Oh, yeah. I felt that way for sure. Yeah. So and he you loved know. me a lot. Like I liked being, yeah, yeah. Probably still does. Probably out there like, Christina. He's like bowling. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't pull this frame. Piss <laughs> in my pants. You hopefully not. But I don't know. Oh, like, hopefully he's moved down. Yeah, I do hope he does. But yeah, it's it's it you was know. nice. To, well, it was really nice. To, I do. I'm in this point in my life where I'm like, oh, it's it is night or I don't know my life. I think with a breakup, it's just like, oh, I miss that love. Like the love you have with a with a boyfriend or husband or whatever your partner is. It's a nice. It's nice. It's really nice. It's like standards. Your standards were so right. Well, or no, uh, they were. And the, your, my standards fluctuate. I think I learned a lot about him after the breakup that I didn't see during the relationship. Oh shit! So it's Should like, I break up my husband? Like, no, 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 no. You'll be homeless. But Rosie. it's caught between like oh, looking back, going. I mean, we had amazing time together, so I, I don't regret any second of it. But uh, I'm ready to you know move on. I always love how people come on the podcast and they're like, you, well, Christina, you know, you know about love. <laughs> like I've never, like I've never Christina, experienced Corinne, love Like before. I don't love, 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 like a love, love poem. No. I was in a I five think, year relationship. Yeah, guys. yeah, she was, yeah, she was. <laughs> I had love guys. <laughs> yeah, I love is years. amazing. Love is amazing. Love is I a wonderful. Also, I think it's not always about time. You know, you can have a two year relationship. I mean, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. you can even have I, I, I find it hard to believe these sometimes. But like you can have a very intense fling for like a couple months. Oh, I said that to you. I had a boyfriend for three months that Ooh. I cheated on me. But I was I was obsessed with him. I was what's oh. his? Oh, my God. I was so into him. And it was only a couple months. It was weird. But yeah, Same. that happened. What's his? Christopher. <gasps> That's his name. Is that okay. what you wanted me to oh, say? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I, was, I didn't know what we wanted from that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, you can. Like, it's, I love, like, that feeling is just the best. It is like crack cocaine. And I love it a lot. And that's why, you know, I'm trying to fill that void. Maybe get a, I, I read online that um, in New York, the list of exotic pets, you can own one of them is a fennec fox. And I think I'm going to get a fox. So that's where I'm at. I like that you, like, you don't, like, you don't, like, Aside from whatever, it's like a sexual thing, but that, that, that like if everybody is so like full in themselves, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's like, I don't <clears throat> externally, I don't need that much outside of myself. 
It's a well, beautiful I mean, thing. I think that's the goal, but I mean, it is nice to find people <clears throat> that you have connections with. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know... So for some people limited and for some people vast. So and like stuff goes over my head a lot and I don't really understand what's going on a lot of the time. And I think that's one of the reasons why my relationship lasted as long as it did. (laughs) Stuff's going over your head. Yeah. Just things that I didn't see. And that happens to me a lot. Like people will like people will be say be talking to me and Corinne will be in the room and they'll be like basically insulting me to my face, but I don't get it. And then they'll leave the room and Corinne's like, you realize they were just being an asshole to you. Right. I'm like, what? God damn it. I, I think I'm me. I think I'm you. Yeah, we're very similar in that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and we're very like love to be adored, and we'll go to great lengths to entertain. Uh, what else? Oh, we did that. Let's talk about dicks, baby. Yep. Oh, that was a bullet point. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, what were we talking? The Taj Mahal. Uh, uh, so okay. So I think uh, probably. The key. I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. What are you guys? I'm a Libra. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. Libra and Pisces. I don't really know what that. I mean, when's I know, your birthday? September 29th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had like a lot of really great friends that. And you? February 19th. Yeah. I'm a cuss. Same. Same. I mean, that's not my birthday. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I think the maybe the key is. I don't know if I know a key, but. You know, the world, the world, can I be real? Do I have to of be? Of course. Well, I hope you're, the whole Thanks. thing was real. I know. It was their dream. <laughs> it was <like> a, <laughs> uh, what were we talking uh, about? Uh, fuck, I have About being real or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I lost my train of you thought. You have ADD? It was deep. Uh, severe <laughs> ADHD. Yeah. And I got straight A's at Columbia. Whoa. Yeah. Are you on meds or no? I had a little bit of a fucking Ritalin. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, but that's, yeah, but people with ADD need meds. So yeah. Like, that's okay. Oh, you know, therapy also helps too, but like, I don't know. Mm. I don't. Mm. <laughs> no, for you? Just, just straight Do you up ever suck, Are you ever sucking your husband's dick and you get distracted? Oh, that's what I wanted to, okay, good, good segue. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> One time, I thought it'd be funny. Just like, because when you like have their dick in your hand, like you have all, all the power in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in your mouth, when it's in your mouth. Yeah. But like, you have their fucking dick in your hand. So like, sometimes like, just to be funny, I'm like, <laughs> like, um, all right, I won't say the other weird thing because this is so many listeners. But what? Say it. No, you got to say um, it now. Well, there was this it. one time I was like <laughs> jerking him off. And I was like, if you were a teddy bear and you can only wear one t shirt <laughs> for the rest of your life, what would it be? And like, I had no. Wow. Like, his dick's in your hand. Yeah, I had to know. I'm like, what t shirt? What t-shirt if you were that teddy bear? I can't believe you almost <laughs> deprived our listeners. Yeah, that. if you wouldn't have said that, I, I would have so the other one. The other one I was going to tell you is like, if you asked, <laughs> it was like, what time is your mom coming over? <laughs> Why you're jerking off? That's like rape. That's got to be like rape. That's not rape, but that's just rude. <laughs> or you, you could test them or, you know. Yeah. Test them what? With a rape kit? What's happening? <laughs> Please answer it. It's probably, it's just like, a, you must take your medicine. Oh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> oh my is this, can Rosie we just is going? taking out a Mary oh, Poppins size bag. About, I know, it got like, I have we're like We're talking seven, about being distracted. <laughs> this is my gym bag. It's my purse slash, but I have like seven <laughs> pairs of women's, on un- my underwear. <laughs> just women's underwear. <laughs> oh, All right. 
All right, so what we, <laughs> I wish it would what? stop this. I don't know where my purse is too big. What are we talking about? About getting tittled? Yeah, we got to turn that alarm off. All right, okay. I'm sorry, guys. That's cool. I don't well, know. I don't know. Oh, I did it. I did it. What was the alarm for? Uh, I set various alarms. I don't. I don't know what they're for. Okay, so what we talked about how the husband was like, oh, she must give. All right, this is one thing my. Funny thing my husband does okay. is like I'll be on the phone with him and I'll tell him I'll be like, babe, I didn't get the pussy wax because I forgot my coupon <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and he'll be like, you're on speakerphone. Oh, like, uh, whoops! Well, he should know better, you know. Yeah, he's been married to you for a long time, <gasps> but he's just kidding. He actually knows to never. To never put me oh, on that speakerphone. Yeah. Why would he ever Smart do man. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, okay. That, that's not that cool. Oh, do you guys want to... So I... Do you guys want to talk about romance? Sure. Sure. Cool. Cool. I'm going to have a sip of this water. <laughs> Why you guys talk about romance? <laughs> All right, Brett. Uh, what do you... Oh. Do you not have romance in your life? I do. I mean, he's like... This guy is like... Oh, so you were talking before about therapy. Yeah. So like the best therapy I ever had. Mm-hmm. I told them... I don't even tell them everything. Because I think like sometimes these therapists are like jerking off. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just tell me. Just tell me everything. Oh, like they're getting off on <laughs> kind your problems. Of. I, I'm sure some of them are. Yeah. They're totally jerking off. I'm I mean, sure like not in the room. Are. Not all. Not Thomas Whitfield. That's true. <laughs> Wait, friend. you mean like mentally jerking off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope he puts it on his business cards when he opens a practice. I jerk off to your problems. <laughs> I love your problems so much. I personally jerk to off to your life being a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> we should edit that. Well, if there, keep it, oh, no, it. no, we should. Cool. And if I'm there's being, any <laughs> therapist that would jerk off to to somebody's therapy, I would hope that yeah. you would go to them. I hope God. so. Is you know? Oh God! So he's never gonna jerk off. Not Thomas will not jerk off to our problems. <laughs> But it'll be a friendly ear. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need. A therapist. <laughs> he is a friendly ear. I would give a, I would yeah. give a no jerking off to your problems guarantee from Tommy. <laughs> so, thank you. Hey, that's a good endorsement. Thank you, you Tommy. Soundbite. <laughs> so I think I was like telling this therapist, I like a fucked up childhood, like so fucked up. I remember like one time I come outside, my dad is like burning my mom's wedding dress. What? Whoa. I know. I was like, Rosie. that was mine. Oh. You know, she left it for me, and I would like try it on. It was so big, but I, my <sighs> dad was like, Jesus, like they were so passionate. My dad and mom. Like, I don't think passionate's the right word <laughs> okay, here, Rosie. Yeah, I'm gonna I don't think it's the right in. word. I, somewhere along the line, maybe a therapist told you that. I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> Sounds like arson to me. Yeah. yeah. But I remember that. I mean, that that's not even like a thing that hurt me. But what's the wor- so what's something that hurt you as a child? I'll tell you something because I've been thinking a lot about this because I've been like making sense of who everyone is in my life because who you are like who you become as a person is kind of like how you learn to cope as at a very young age so um oh yeah i remember so i was i've been thinking a lot about like narcissists because don't tell my dad but my dad's kind of a narcissist okay totally like my whole life he'll be like like he'll be like you're you're not a model 
Like he's disappointed in me. <laughs> He'll just say that. He did. Did you ask him if you were? A no, mom? he just told me that. And I was like, all right, that's fucked like, up. Well, that's, men- that's emotionally abusive. Yeah. I was like, well done. I came out of your nutsack. So nice. What yeah. chance did I have? Damn. Of being a model. Good Let's singer. be real. Good singer, Rose. Thank you. But, but, but like, just like, uh, so uh, like even in love, like, what I learned how to do recently is like say like I have three records out and this is now my band Typhoid Rosie you should check that out but um okay we're gonna shut that alarm shut up shut up <laughs> doot, doot. so what you never do is you never go to a narcissist like oh, what, am I pretty now am I pretty now like right, right you don't ever bring anything for them to like smack it out of your hand mm-hmm. okay they're like a little evil cat yeah they want that yeah totally um, they jerk off to that, yeah, emotionally, yeah. Um, oh, what's so? Oh, so I was, so I think I think like when I was young, I think there was um, my mom was actually like the most loving, fucking beautiful person in the world, and my um, she was like, why don't you love me? Why don't you love me? And she spent years like, why don't you love me? To your father. Yeah. And I think that he was like, kind of had a wandering eye, but like not one of those. It's like one of those wandering eyes where it's like never fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> you, know what I mean? you wanted to stray, but he didn't have, didn't cheat on your mom. Probably did. I don't okay. know. I was just a kid. Yeah. But um, I remember one time they, they like, they, I think my, my mom was like losing it. He probably maybe, who knows what what went on but i remember my mom wanted my brother to tell something to my dad which is wrong you don't tell yeah. your kid they're not to be like the messenger yeah. yeah but my but what i'm saying is like right here i feel like i saw like a narcissist be born is that they oh is what happens with love like you love somebody more than anything and what the narcissist does is that they take out like my mom was like what you do that or whatever i'm gonna kill myself and my brother was like took out a shotgun he's like you wanna die oh i'll fucking kill you right now oh boy motherfucker (laughs) that's i don't know if he he didn't say motherfucker but what i'm saying is that's what it is it's like someone who's like like they love like with with a weapon like you're gonna fucking love me well i'm gonna do you know what i mean i'm gonna be the one to cut you loose i'm gonna be the one with the weapon i'm gonna be but the that's one that's not to love exactly but i'm yeah. saying that's so their many way people of showing are it. playing that they're they're right. like replaying those circles okay yeah yeah so it's like you replay the patterns that you totally so it's like i'll be like at a therapist i'll tell them like my life was pretty tragic mm-hmm. sometimes you get sick of like talking about it because sometimes you just want to like live in the present sure yeah but um and like they'll be like well how's your husband i'm like He's like, fucking great, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, I I'll be in therapy. Like, well, the best the best therapy I've ever gotten. I told this guy like a bunch of shit, and he goes, he's like this little nerd. He's like, sounds like it was pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, you know what it was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm cured. Like I actually felt like. 
oh you just yeah. need someone to recognize totally. was, that that was not okay or normal or healthy and then you could kind of go on to i mean right. yeah. Like, yeah it actually was fucked up yeah and uh i'm just a survivor i'm fucking awesome and i you know even with even like say even with with my dad like someone who never they're they'll never give you your love and some people yeah. are always so many women are fighting for like uh like just like it's like you go to a well to drink and like there's no water in there and yeah. you're just constantly returning to that well but it's not you're never gonna be full mm-hmm. yeah i know exactly oh but what you mean. i'll be talking about my husband like how's your husband i'm like oh it's like you know what i gotta like give that man a beach <laughs> asap because he's fucking well you you but you also did something amazing which was escaping a pattern which i think for a lot yeah. of people is very difficult to do it is you think? I, oh, so you gotta give yourself credit I for just, escaping the pattern i just learned i asked my therapist yesterday i was like why do i try and go after these men who only half like me they don't like me enough to want to be with me like i uh, there's like three men four men in my life that over the past you know 10 years maybe that i just was obsessed with and they only gave me a little morsel and she was like that's because when your mom like my mom would come home and i would clean the whole house for her but i didn't know what mood she would be in and if she just smiled just for a second even like a even like a half smile i would live for that so she's like you're recreating that you're going after and you're trying to milk a moment that's not even there because Ooh. that's what you did and i was like shit doc you're right you know what like based on what you said it's because uh, i've been reading like a lot about it it's like um a lot of times what narcissists do they do a thing called diminishing returns where it's just like what you said like say you like your mom like your mom's like a casino and then one time it's like okay but then one time you're winning and you're like oh my god it's love we're winning we're winning okay. we're winning yeah and then all they do after that is like they and, they turn their back on you yeah yeah. It's called diminishing, but actually you're losing, losing, losing. And you do everything to try and get that You kill yourself back. to try and get it back. Trying yeah. to like, oh, am I pretty now? Or like, am I smart enough now? Like, yeah, am yeah. I, yep. you know? Yep. And that's what, so that's good though that you didn't end up chasing a bunch of fucking people who I mean, really like you. I, but like, it's always <laughs> a part, it's always a part of you. Like, yeah. even if you are like, I could say, oh, I'm so stable, but I'm actually sometimes like, you're not like you meet people in your life and they're like you know how it is with comedy like one dude's got his arms crossed and you're like bro <laughs> uncross your arms there's a fucking show happening oh, in the audience yeah and then it changes it changes like everything but but you get yourself someone you'll meet someone in life and they'll and they'll be like oh what are you committing you're not fine but you know when they say that they're saying in their head ah she's not fine ah. yeah but, yeah you could feel it from them yeah and then you're like well i'm gonna you're not gonna get any funny out of me then so. oh see, well, that's mean, that's the smart move but oh but my feeling on that is like they're just saying that because they never followed whatever dream they had and they're kind of angry at you for taking this like one in a million shots that's what yeah. i feel when people say stuff like that i'm like i feel sorry for you that you never took a risk yeah i want to say to you guys you fucking actually made it <laughs> We're still getting there, but thank you. don't say that because I'm very proud of us. And I want to say that, like, I'm actually really proud of you. Thank, thank you, you Rosie. I'm really Appreciate proud that. of you because you're you're making a living at it, and then Absolutely. you have fucking like, I mean, even with my band, like, we're fighting so hard to get. Mm -hmm. Anybody care? Is there anyone out there who cares tonight? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but no, it's that's that really what it is. But you guys have you have like built-in fans, and you're able to do 
like what you love like this is not right does this feel like work no yeah. it's fun yeah i mean it's for, it's work in that you know i gotta upload this i gotta i gotta break down the set you know but what I, like it's it the conversation does, not, isn't work, it doesn't yeah. feel like work at all it's i feel it. i feel lucky every single day yeah and if you i'm get, very appreciative and if you get even more famous because i work on movies and stuff mm-hmm and it's really, it's really interesting. Like I meet a lot of famous people. Do they? Um, at, do, does any famous people ever surprise you for better or for worse? Like when you meet them? I think. Uh, oh, do you guys want to hear? I, I fucking, I. You know Sir Patrick Stewart? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. All right. One time, I, I was like, whatever. I like got to this movie. I was like, baing, <laughs> and like, um, it was so many stars, but it was low budget. So there was no like in those big union movies, they have their trailers. There's only yeah. X amount of people that talk to them. You're not supposed to talk to them. So I don't really yeah. I don't really talk to them. on like unless they talk to me uh-huh. or unless it's like a small movie set. Sir Patrick Stewart, like he was I like had to fart. So I like went outside. I'm like, let me go That's outside. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He comes out and walks like right into it. I was like, no. <laughs> No, like I should have farted. I'm, I like crop dusted Sir Patrick Stewart. I was like, I'm gonna get fired. I'm gonna fart. He's <laughs> not gonna fucking. I mean, I could see. I, there are some celebrities that I could see actually firing Fire. someone for farting. Like Madonna, yes. I think Terrible. definitely would do that. Oh, oh yeah. Prince, right. when he was alive, God rest his soul, definitely I think would have yeah. fired someone who farted in then, his presence. Then like I went downstairs like Glenn Close, and she's like, oh. Do you know like where? I, Glenn Close, like, do you know where I can get some water for tea? And I was like. I was like so afraid of him. I'll be right back. Like and you ran so away. scared. And then I bumped into Mini Driver. Like I was like, oh, ah. that's awesome. And uh, um, but and John Malkovich was on it too. <gasps> what a what a fucking wow. cat. That is a star-studded. Film. I had to like drive John Malkovich in this like. He would like say good morning to me. I feel like I feel like they always want to talk to me. Cause they're like, what's this girl? She's cool. What's this girl's deal? She's a real artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. this movie we're making? This is garbage. But this girl, <laughs> she's a real artist. I do think th- I often think that about you. I think you're <laughs> you're one of those artists that uh, you you express yourself with every fiber of your being, and you don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. And I really respect that. I don't. <laughs> You really don't. No, thank That's you. That's rare. I appreciate it's rare to get that. that. I appreciate you saying that. I wish I was like living like you. With, if I can had to drive my cat 30 miles <laughs> drive well, as far west that was years ago yeah, that was a I while had back I had to, yeah. yeah that's when my my bedroom was uh, on the other yeah. side of this l- fake wall in this living room that you're sitting in now this is like there's one time so I had to drive oh man I had to drive like to this beach and there was like these muddy roads and I was driving a van and um there was like a big puddle and um John Malkovich gets in the front seat and there's a big puddle like and I it was like off-roading you yeah, know yeah 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 and so John Malkovich is like so nice he's like next to the puddle he's like slow down <laughs> let these people pass I was like what you don't want to fucking splash the director like the eyes <laughs> come through <laughs> some little PA <gasps> you know this fucking fucking whatever what do you call that off-roading what do you call that like oh. if i splashed the director oh. like drove through the puddle and he got there... so so i mean being rude yeah, I being, 
Oh, it would have been fun. It would have been fun though, but we didn't do it. Well, that's good. Well, I John like that. stopped you. I like that the way we rate celebrities as a society is like he was so nice. He was like, "Don't splash these humans with a <laughs> big puddle." Like, of mud. Didn't hit me. What, what a fucking yeah. angel! Yeah. My dad would have driven right through that puddle. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Because I remember we were kids, and there was like, uh, it was like Christmas, and there was a guy standing next to a puddle. My dad, we had one of those. You remember vacation, those wood paneled like station oh, yeah. wagons? Yeah. yeah. My dad drove through. It was like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was like, stop the guy. <laughs> Your dad sounds like a real ass. No, he's funny. He was oh, funny, okay. though, too. All right, that's good. All right, and what else? On t- should we talk about like get, uh, movies? How they're creepy, like uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> well, we have one. We have we all we've been time for like one more. Yeah, one yeah. more story. Okay, and then okay. promote whatever you want. All right, so like I went to go work on this one movie. I was it was my first job as like um, prop master, mm-hmm. and so I went down to North Carolina, and there's like there was one of the producers. Everyone warned me about him, like watch out for him. Like, he's such a pervert. He's such Who? a creep. Who? He's just a dude. Okay, he's just a dude okay. for the movie. Whatever. He's he was, but it was he wrote it, and he was a comedian. Okay, I actually got along with him, but. Uh, but the guy who was like giving me the talk was like, all right, like ladies, like, um, you know, like if anyone ever makes you feel weird or like you're, sh- you know, it was like you're showering, like you don't have to shower a lot. Like it was like what? really weird. It was just like a really weird, like actually I'm uncomfortable from this. He was trying to talk to you guys yeah. to say if anybody's like if weird, anyone ever tell touches me. you, that's a favor touch that's you. A better way to address that. They ever make you feel weird, like in a way that you shouldn't. And you're like, actually, I feel weird from this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel weird right now. Well, I think if there's someone on set who you feel like you have to give the women on set a talk about, that person maybe shouldn't. Have on set. set. Yeah. Oh, that guy was Try that fun. idea. Anyway, the guy who gave me the talk, it was like, mm, like I maybe was there 15 minutes in this house that I was gonna live in, and like he like was scrolling through pictures and like he had his dick pick out. Oh, God. oh yeah, he did yeah. that on purpose. That move. Fucking yeah, asshole. and then he tries to act like, oh, but like he didn't even try to act like just oh. scrolling through my own nudes, which I do have to say I have done before on the in subway, private. but. Oh. You know, <laughs> not so. I wasn't doing it so that on someone the subway could on see. The I didn't do it so that someone, could, I, you know, <laughs> when I'm see. sexting with somebody, I was doing I, yeah. it because I was trying to multitask. Okay, I wasn't like trying to see, but it was different like, like people are trying. Was obviously trying to see this it. like one, but mm-hmm. anyway, I was like fucking sexually harassed by everyone on this movie, Ex- really except the guy who everyone talked about. I got along <laughs> with him. He was like funny, and he was like just a comedian, like you know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Couple. Uh. You know. You guys know how it is. The yeah, best. It's yeah, the best. Yeah. 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 I've Couple had had, hands up your I, skirt. You know. I've never gotten that, but uh, never. I fucking rip the guy's okay. fucking dick off that yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that gotta start but, kicking people yeah I don't know I wanna buy mace um what okay I've so hit people right in the face that's how you you know people are doing a lot of paperwork getting hiring lawyers you know what it works also just hitting someone right in the face when they Ooh, do something to you that also you, works cause I'll be thinking about like seven years later no just a direct hit you in know the face. what I come back with a comeback seven years later you oh, know oh yeah that's me that's me <laughs> now I gotta start hitting people um, what do you want to promote where can we find you uh, Typhoid Rosie is the name of your band yeah Typhoid Rosie how do we yeah we want to see you play like do you have a website or social media for it yeah, of course. I have uh, my Instagram, which Corinne, do you still follow me? Yeah, I follow. I follow everything. Because you, you have you, you have you and Typhoid Rosie, right? Yeah. For your Facebook, you have two. So, well, my comedy name is Rosie Rebel, but my uh, band, which I've kind of 
have been focusing more on. I made three records. So we have Instagram, Typhoid, Rosie Music, and then Typhoid Rosie Band on Facebook, and I have typhoidrosie.com. And we're going to play Typhoid Rosie songs oh. that you will hear on this episode. Yeah, so all the music you hear. You know that, Rosie. Rosie. You sent them to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I didn't know you were going to pick it. Well, I mean, why? You could have daddied me. No. That's Maybe I'll withhold it from her. No. Oh, Maybe I'll withhold Rosie. my love. <laughs> I'm not your narcissistic father. Don't tell my dad. Guys, check out Typhoid Rosie. Check out Royce the Rebel. <laughs> Thank you so much for sitting down with us. You are one of I a kind. You guys. And it's a love you, Rosie. Guys, this has been Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. Mm. We'll talk to you next Friday. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF and use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.